It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to CBBN Business Journal on Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, executive producer, and your host for this segment. You know, I look back, we've been doing these shows off and on since 2009. We have almost 300 segments. Wow. And we're still going to be launching again. And uh, it's very exciting. It's been, it's been off and on for a couple of years, but I'm, I'm back into it now. We're going to have a, a number of different shows going on, including the tough questions based on the book, Black America, asking ourselves the tough questions. And we're going to have some other hosts coming in. So this relaunching is going to be very, very, very exciting, and we hope that you can continue to join us. Now, this uh, our web-based broadcast, which is what we do, are designed to service the African-American community in Chicago and around the world. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network is an Afrocentric media organization, and it's designed to express the collective interest of the black world community through these broadcasts. And this segment is called CBBN Business Journal. This is where we share the success, success stories of our business owners from around the world. And we share these experiences so that you can grow, so that we can all can grow from the experiences. To sponsor a show or to be a guest on CBBN Business Journals, you simply need to give us a call at 773-609-2226. That's 773-609-2226. You know, we've gotten almost uh, a million downloads over the show over the past 10 years and more than a million viewers. So we're looking forward to some very, very exciting times going forward. Our guest today is Dr. Anthony Gant. He is a longtime Chicagoan with a variety of experience, experiences. But before we talk to Dr. Gant about those 18 books that he has written and about how you can grow your business, we're going to find out a little bit more about him before we address before he addressed those two thousand audiences. And I wanna know, and I'm sure you wanna know, how do we do that? Welcome to the show, Dr. Gant. How are you today? I'm well, thank you, uh, Mr. Du for having me on. I do appreciate it. Oh, great, great, great. First, we want to know about you. Now, did you grow up in Chicago, and are you uh, originally a, a Chicagoan? Yes, I am. I grew up on the south side of Chicago in the Rosemore, Roseland area. Oh. Uh, graduated from Corliss High School and and went into the United States Navy and served six years of some change there. Uh, as a matter of fact, was a recruiter for the reserves in Chicago in the uh, early 90s oh. before I uh, stopped my time in Chicago, and then I evolved and went into the real estate business and uh, sold real estate 
for probably about uh, close to 17 years uh, actively and uh, wrote books during that time and as, as well. So that's pretty much where I got my feet wet uh, in Chicago in the business community was in the real estate business and and uh, have two children and help, you know, raise them and we're still friends and they still love me. I still love them today. <laughs> so we uh, so I, I have a lot to do with them. <laughs> so you're old town Chicago. So what high school was that you went to? I graduated from what the George Henry Corliss High School right over there on East on eighty uh, East on hundred third Street. Uh right over there by Gately Stadium. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Now where did you get your PhD or what did you get it in? I got my PhD from Southfield University and I got that in uh, business administration. Um it took me about twenty years. I tell people I really did it on accident. Wow. <laughs> uh because I was really I'm a uh yeah, how do you get a PhD on accident? Well, I, I just kept going to school because I like to learn. So if someone had a school or a class, I would just pay to take it. And uh, eventually, I had all these credit hours <laughs> for so many years. And uh, and I had, you know, it's like, what are you going to do with these? I don't know. I wasn't planning on doing anything with them. But eventually it came, and this is when I didn't do anything online, like online classes like they have today because it was a new one right around the time that I got mine. But the university that actually uh, that I got my degree from at that time was an online university, so that's when I had done, uh, done those things back in the mid-2000s. And it was still new, and it wasn't as uh, uh, common as it is now with people taking classes online and, you know, from different universities. Now it's more common, so now it's more acceptable. But people are like, man, you sure you're taking classes? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what we do online, right? But uh, so that's how I ended up getting it. So I was already, uh, I'm an avid learner, uh, so I'm always learning and always trying to take another class and learn something else. And if you have a school or a class, I try to go, right? Because I want to learn something. And that's how I've uh, evolved. Wonderful, the wonderful. That's the first time I've heard that, a PhD on accident. Well, we should, mo- we should more, more of us should try that. And I'm still very encouraged listening to it that it took 20 years. People give up. They do. But, you know, Based on what you say and based on what you share with us, maybe they should go back and look at all the credits. And they may possibly get a, a bachelor's or a master's on accident or something, you know. See, that's why we do these shows, Dr. Gantt, so that we can learn. Now, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about your business coaching and your personal consulting. But tell us, that's 17 years there. That's a, that's a lot of time. And tell us a little bit about the real estate business back then. Okay, well, back then when – I came into the real estate business at that time. I was a, uh, I'm still a young man right now, but I was younger. <laughs> but, uh, I was in my twenties. I want to say I was like a uh, 23, somewhere around there when I got involved. And uh, and I wanted to earn more money, and I wanted to pretty much get paid what I was worth to learn how to do a business. Out of the first year, I made no money. <laughs> I mean, good thing I had a job at the time. I was still part of the United States Navy. And uh, because I didn't understand how the business worked, right? I knew I wanted to make money, but I didn't know how to actually work the business, which is a problem with most people in any business. They don't know how that that business works. But then after that, uh, I learned how the business worked. And I I was out one time, so I was showing a bunch of properties because I'm doing it part-time. And I'm showing properties to a buyer, and I probably showed them four, five, six properties, and then left that buyer, showed another buyer. And I said, well, it would be nice if I had all these houses myself. Because it's a lot of work showing all these properties, and you don't know if the person's going to buy it or not. 
but then it hit me like a ton of bricks. Maybe you should put more houses on the market because <laughs> you don't have as much time as someone doing it all day. And while you're doing something else, your property will still be on the market. Well, uh, at that time, again, I'm an avid learner. I'm reading books and doing those things. And uh, some somebody had some type of training coming along in the city and it was on calls. At that time, it was a fortune. It's five hundred dollars. It's more than my mortgage payment <laughs> at that time. And uh, but again, I'm an avid learner. I'm the guy that always try to buy something, learn how to do something. And uh, and it, you know, it was some things that helped you teach you how to actually be a real estate professional and all those things. And uh, pretty much uh, kind of turned my life around. I didn't tell anybody I spent five hundred dollars because I was I was afraid to tell somebody. I, you know, I spent five hundred dollars on learning how to do something. Uh, I, just, I just want to tell your your group that you just spent more something more than your mortgage payment for uh, learning how to do something. Man, you out of your mind? What's wrong with you? <laughs> right. So, uh, but that's how you know helped me get my my feet wet in the business and and uh, and I listed uh, you know probably like an average of like fifty properties a year, uh, pretty much uh, most of my career. Wow. In the real estate business. So I did it. Uh, I, I was a worker. I was you know I'm a worker today, but but I. Uh, learn how to grow a business, learn how to actually uh, find people that wanted to sell and find people that wanted to buy and stay consistent with a routine. Uh, I found out when I got in the real estate business, Sonia, that I was the worst boss I ever had. Uh, Let me have a three-hour breakfast and let me quit early, let me start late. And the boss never, you know, uh, did anything as far as repercussions because I was my own boss. And I would let me get away with anything. I'm not working today. The boss said, okay. <laughs> I never get fired, but I wasn't making any money. So I learned how I better become a better boss over me because <laughs> otherwise I'm going to have to go find somebody to boss me if I don't do well in bossing myself. So uh, it helped me start getting disciplined, uh, more disciplined, and uh, start using planners better and managing time or managing tasks, I should say, within time. And started doing things a lot better, a lot differently. It kind of evolved. I did well in real estate, and uh, you know, I, I started a you know another business when I started writing books and the book business, and then you know I started I eventually started doing better in that and speaking business and the coaching business. All my businesses I started from the ground floor and uh, built them. Wonderful. And, uh, that's pretty much what I did. I love that. Uh, we have to be a better boss to ourselves. That's something. That's something. That's heavy. That's something to think about, and uh, it's mo- and it's the reason that most of us uh, fail in in business and being self-employed. I haven't heard it put that way, but I really love that, and that's gonna stick with me, Dr. Gant. Once again, thank you for joining us on CBD and Business Journal. Today's guest is personal business consultant and coach, Dr. Anthony Gant. Now we hear the term personal coach and business consultant a lot these days. And I, I think it's a good thing. Um, we don't know what we don't know. Maybe Sasha said that. Maybe he didn't. But most people don't really know what a personal coach is or a business consultant is or what they should expect. Can you please tell us uh, what you would expect from a business coach or a consultant and what does that mean? Okay. So when, when people get a coach, I always say that um, – Personally speaking, I would not let a person coach me that hasn't done it. For instance, if they never played basketball, I wouldn't have you trying to coach me on basketball, right, because you never played the game. Uh So the first thing I always tell people when you identify a coach, 
you're trying to identify that coach's success because what has happened over the last 10 or 15 years, a person will say, I'm a coach. No really license or anything. I guess people that do certifications and things of that nature, I talk to all my friends, so that means I'm a coach. And it really doesn't mean that. It just means you talk to all your friends, right? <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're a coach, right? Because really what you're doing as a coach, you're, co- you're coaching your success to other people. And if you haven't been successful in anything, how are you going to coach somebody on something you haven't been successful at? So a lot of times when people hear it, they're confused by, well, do I need a coach or what is a coach? Because I hear a term called life coach. It's a term I don't use because, to me, life is big, and I don't know everything about life, right? I know I'm a coach in business or a coach in certain things personally, uh, and I've written books about the things I coach on. So I have a track record where you can read the book and then say, decide you want me to coach you, you know? So, uh, or if I coach you, I'm coaching you because I know what I'm doing because I wrote a book about it and I do the stuff myself. So a lot of times when people try to figure out coaches, I think every person, if you're trying to get to the next level, you need to get a coach. And a coach will make you more accountable. They would, they're not going to come at you. It's not a, a battle. It shouldn't be a battle with a coach. A coach should have your best interest in mind. A coach should want you to get out of first grade and get to second grade, but not just how to get there, but how to live there. That's what coaches should do. And if a person never lived there before, how are they going to coach you on getting there and living there too? So that's kind of heavy, and coaches probably wouldn't want someone like me to say that because I coach coaches. And uh, But I'm just honest with people that why are you coaching somewhere where you have no success? That don't mean you're a bad person. Just find your success and coach that. And that's all I've been able, fortunate enough to do uh, because I just coach my success. I don't coach you on how to build a rocket ship. I don't have an idea on how to build a rocket ship. So no one, if I start saying I'm going to coach you on how to build a rocket ship, you're going to be in some trouble because it's probably going to fall apart because I don't know how to do that. But how to build businesses from the ground, how to be a self-entrepreneur, those things uh, I do. So that's how they can identify. Always ask the coach, what have you been successful in? And some people got different degrees of success. Uh, one person may have a, a, a degree of success where they earn $1,000 a month in their business and somebody else earned $10,000 a month. Now, if you only earn $100 a month, start find a coach that did $1,000 a month. Then when you get better, find another coach that did $10,000 a month. Get better, find another coach that did 20000 So, you know, that's how you keep growing, I think. I got you. I got you. So do you specialize in any particular area? Because you have that 17 years of experience in real estate, uh, is that one of the areas that you basically focus on or types of businesses that you focus on? Yes. I coach in uh, real estate, but because I've also been involved with some other businesses, I coach on how to promote your business uh, like a pro, uh, branding. Uh, because even though, for instance, just using real estate, for instance, I've been out of real estate uh, actively actually for probably about 10 years. And it's people still today that come back and ask me questions or want me to coach them in real estate because I branded myself very well in that industry. Same thing in the speaking industry, same thing in the book industry. Uh, people still come back to me because I know how to brand, but not with all that logo and all those things, you know, all that fancy stuff they say you need and spend all your money. I know what branding is. So I coach on how do you brand where, based on your budget, where you are in your business. You can't do stuff like a billion-dollar company when you only have $100 a month. You have to learn how to start from there, right? <laughs> so how do you brand from that point, right, mm-hmm. and, and go from there? And learning the difference, because I'm really big on promoting and learning the difference on making sure you get paid 
and knowing the difference between having a paid following and just having a following, those two different things. So how, how do you get past those things? So I coach on that in the business arena. Those are some things I coach on. Uh, and I always tell people in order to be a good coach, you have to admit that you failed in those areas because that's how you identify with people. It was a time I couldn't promote well. I didn't brand well. I had self-esteem issues. I was undisciplined, didn't know how to manage tasks and work within time, didn't how to know how to become wealthy, had uh, unhealthy relationships. So I had all those things happen, and I learned to start doing some things differently, and I found that if it worked for me, well, it can work for you. Let me show you what I did. Here's the recipe. So, you know, I, I had all those things myself. So I tell people when I coach, I coach from me. Don't really coach about me. I don't write about me. I write from me so I can help you. So you can identify. I know how it is. I've, I've written books on and coach on personal finance because I know how it is. Uh, Rob and Peter and Paul and all the other disciples. You know what I'm saying? I've done that one. You know, chasing I money, trying to beat money to a bank. And, mm-hmm. So I understand those things. So that's, those are the things I coach on. So I coach from a perspective and uh, and consult from a perspective that, okay, I've been there before. This is what I did when my accounts went in the red. This is what I did when I had no money, when I lost it all. This is how I built it back up. This is how I did when I had no business coming in. This is what I did to get business. And no, you know, and no, nothing like that. I always tell people, if you're looking for hype or you're looking for shortcuts or the easy way, I'm not that guy. I, I can't tell you the shortcuts because uh, – Trying to find the shortcuts would always have you coming up short. I just know how to go to work. And this is the recipe. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, it sounds very authentic. I think what I took from, you know, what you just said is based on your experiences, you coach about what you know. And and I and I've had the experiences out there. I do social media media myself and I put more people myself. But based on uh what you just said and how authentic it is and how, how very important it is to service people in the right way. I've done over 300 broadcasts, so I can do these all day and I can promote them all day. I've done it, okay? I've, I've reached the numbers in the millions, so I can do this, okay? But someone asked right. me about a consultant they want to brand themselves, and I can do that as well, okay? Right. But in listening mm-hmm. to you, it is important to service people in the right way. And because mm-hmm. you have experience, and because you consult in that specific area, I'm going to refer that person to you. Because I think it's important that they be serviced at the highest level. I can do it. That's not important. It is important. You know, <laughs> it's not right. the best for them. And I think in right. listening to what you say, as people considering who they choose as consultants and who they choose for their social media and who they choose to promote them, it is best that they keep that thing in mind that you just said. What is that person's experiences, and where have they been good at? See, I'm good at putting these commercials on. I've been, uh, I've done commercials, I've done voiceovers, and I've sold commercials, and um, I've hit my numbers on my shows. So I could do this. I could do the commercials all day and promote these shows all right. day and interview all day. I can do that. I can brand them, I can promote them, and that right. type of thing, and market them that well. But real estate is not as easy as it looks. And when the average person is only making one, two, three, four listings, um, if they make that many listings a month, they do need someone to brand them and work with them in a different way because that's, that's the only thing that's going to help them through it. 
and I'm going to refer that person to you this week. Now, we're going to take a short break, Dr. Gant, and when we come back, we want to talk about your personal model, helping people be better, do better. Uh, But before we go on the break, would you please tell our listening audience how they can contact you? Okay, yeah, they can contact me uh, at uh, the phone number would be 773-984-98. Again, that's 773-984-9848. They can also email me at drtonygant at gmail.com, drtonygant at gmail.com. They can go to the web store and they can uh, look at uh, purchase books from there, the products from there, at unknowngreatness.com. And not only will they find my products, they'll find products of many other authors that I help promote within the store as well. So it's www.unknowngreatness.com. Thank you for joining us, everyone, and we'll be right back after this short break. From our Are you an educated decision maker? Hi, my name is Joseph Lee, and I've been a realtor for over 30 years serving the Chicagoland area. At Royal Crest Realty, we blend state-of-the-art technology with old-fashioned hard work to provide you with outstanding service. Having the right information along with having the best realtor in the city, you're going to get the best results in your search for affordable housing. Visit Royal Crest Realty at joleehomesonline.com where you'll find homes for sale priced for investors. That's joeleehomesonline.com or call 773-392-1716. 773-392-1716. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Well, we're back, and once again, thank you for joining us on CBDN Business Journal. Today's guest is personal consultant and coach, Dr. Anthony Gant. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Gant. I want to ask you about your model, helping people be better and do better. Tell us what you mean by that. Well, what I mean by that is I really personally believe that your life can never get better than you. If you don't become a better person, your life will not become better because you kind of like are the centerpiece to that. So helping people be better for one and then do the things that they do better is the, the next. A lot of times people can do things better, but they don't become better. You know, we see this maybe an athlete or uh, they become a better athlete, but they, as a person they have become a better person. So I think it starts with you becoming a better person and then everything you touch after that can become better because you have become better. So my whole motto is based on those things that work on yourself. Uh, you may retire from jobs or companies or whatever, but you can never and you should never retire from working on you. And I think a lot of times we're just not sold that early enough in life and then, you know, when we are aware that we should work on ourselves, we're not sold that this is something I'm going to do until I leave the planet. I'm going to work on me. And a lot of times it's because we don't believe we're that valuable. So I try to instill in people, for instance, Sonia, that the, according to science, matters anything that takes up space. In other words, anything that takes up space matters. So I always ask questions, the question to people, do you take up space? And the answer is, of course you take, take up space. You've been taking up space since you've been in your mother's womb. So that means you already matter. Now your job is to make the space that you're in better. That's your job while you're on the planet. Because we don't have to ask, do you matter? Now you don't matter to everyone, so we're not naive to think that everybody thinks you matter, because that's not true. Uh, however, 
one person on the planet must think they matter all the time, and that is you, <laughs> right? You got to think you matter, at least to yourself, all the time. And I think that's where it starts for a lot of us. I'm, you know, I want to say all, oh, but I don't know everybody, but I think that's where it starts for a lot of us that, okay, I have to get better, and my life would never get better than me. Oh, every now and then I may earn a little bit more money or I may get a couple of more cars or houses and things of that, that nature, but you get that's like a, a recession would happen, like a, a wave came in, but it's going to recede back to its level, and the level that it's going to recede back to is me. That's why I got to become better so I can raise my own standards and live that way. I get you. Sounds great. Now, let's talk about some of these 18 books. <laughs> okay. That's quite a bit. That's a, that's a mouthful right there. Uh, tell me how you got started writing and a little bit about your book. Your books. Okay. Well, I started writing books. Uh, you know, some people, they, you know, may have been writers all their lives. They just enjoy writing and they love nouns and verbs and all those things. I'm not that particular guy. <laughs> uh, I'm the guy that could barely read at 10 years old and um, you know, my mom and dad kind of was encouraging me to read, please read something, please read something. But, you know, I've seen words in a book and I read the opposite direction. <laughs> you know, like, ah, oh, something's wrong with that. It's trying to get me. Right? So uh, I, I started reading books as a, I started getting better and started reading. And, my, you know, my mom started taking me to the library when I was a young child. And I got, they got me into reading. So when I started writing, uh, saying I was going to write a book, I started thinking about all the times I did poorly in school and, and uh, I didn't read well and who's, who's going to, how can I write a book? I mean, not me. Who's going to read something I wrote? Well, what happened is I did that for about three or four years. Um, and then eventually I ended up convincing myself that I need to write a book to, and start looking at it as a way of sharing information, not trying to be the, the perfect writer, but sharing information in my way to people that uh, want to get better and do better. So I uh, had written my first book in that context of, you know, me speaking to you, and I write my books like I'm talking to you about you getting better or you doing something. So I try to make them as personal as possible and try not to have a bunch of five, six-syllable words in there and confusing people and having to go get a dictionary and figure out what I'm saying, right? So I try to keep it as simple as I can. And that's how I started. Uh, writing just a form of communicating an idea because I realized, Sonia, when I was out speaking to people, they would say, oh, I got that. That was good. But then I realized they didn't remember what I said. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do a books so I can take notes for people. I'll put it in the book for you. You don't have to worry about trying to take notes and trying to remember everything I said. If you forget, just go back to Chapter 3 and read it again. I'm going to take, you know, so it's going to be, that's how I look at my books, as a note taker for you, right? Step one, step two, do this, do that. This is why you do this, and this is why you do that. And so you can always refer to, because if you don't remember it, it can't help you. And put it in the printed form makes it more permanent. Uh, nothing is obviously going to last forever, don't get me wrong, but people can go back and refer to it and remember it. So that's why I started writing books. Uh, as I started writing books, and uh, I kept writing books because I know a few things about what I know, and I believe that, especially if I'm doing things that's working for me, uh, I believe that why should I just try to keep it to myself? I mean, I should share with other people uh, because before I started writing books and somebody else had wrote a book 10, 15 years ago or before I 
you know, start reading them. So books help me, and I'm I'm big on, uh, I always tell people, Sonia, if you look at the word ready, because everybody said they're ready for a million dollars, I'm ready for taking my life to the next level, I'm ready for this, ready for that. And I always say, look at the first four letters in the word ready, and it's read or read. And I always tell people, you only as ready as based on what you have read or what you're reading. If you don't read, you're not ready. So you say, I'm ready for a million dollars. I always say, do you read a book on a million dollars or how to get a million dollars or 500000 or 100000 No. Then you're not ready. You're not ready for that. So that's why one reason why I write books. So I want to help people get ready. You want to be in a healthy relationship? Yeah. Have you read a book on relationships? No. Well, you're not ready for that. <laughs> get you a book on it because one of the things about reading, it shows a high level of self-discipline. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Dr. it has been a pleasure to have you. I want to, um, I think maybe you think about it. I'll leave you with these words, and then I want you to come back and tell us again how to contact you. Maybe your next step is audio books and teaching online yourself. I mean, you've got the 18 books. You might put, you take the next step now. It's been great talking to you, Dr. Grant. Tell our guests again how they can contact you. Yes. Again, my phone number is 773-984-9848. Again, 773-984-9848. I can be emailed at drtonygant at gmail.com. That's D as in David, R as in Robert, T-O-N-Y, G as in George, A as in Apple, N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, T as in Tom, so two T's, at gmail.com. Or they can go to the online store, which is uh, www.unknowngreatness.com. Again, it's www.unknowngreatness.com. Wonderful, wonderful. Dr. Gant uh, has been our guest today. He is a personal consultant and coach. And we want to thank you for listening to our Business Radio Network. Today's segment has been called CBBN Business Journal. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. We're changing the way that Chicago connects with the world. www.chicagosblackbusinessnetwork.com. Come and join us and be a part of all that we do. Thank you for joining us today. Enjoy your day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.